I'm Nicole. And I'm Monica. And we're two fangirls who like to talk about media and knit. This is our podcast, While We Were Knitting. This month, we watched Barbie. And if you need me to describe the Barbie movie, uh, I'm not sure I can. It's a cultural phenomenon. It's out there. You should go watch the trailer if you haven't seen it, because that will give you a good vibe for it. But basically, stereotypical Barbie has lived a perfect life for the past 60-some-odd years. And then one day, things start going wrong, and she has to figure out why. Please note, stereotypical Barbie is actually her name. That yeah. is her name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yes. that is her name. Thank you for including that. And she's played by Margot Robbie, who, like, you look at her, you're like, yeah, that's Barbie. Correct. Great casting. They definitely did well on the casting. <laughs> And because it is July and it is only out in movie theaters, we actually went to see it in the movie theaters together with a group of our friends, which was very fun. And I just knit the same tube scarf that I was knitting beforehand. Monica, did you also knit on your tube? Uh, no, I knit a I knit the beginning of a sockhead slouch hat. Okay, there you go. That is a good one to knit as well because it is it is basically a tube at that point. It is. It is a it is a tube. It was a tube of two by two ribbing. I am quite oh. surprised to find that I did not do any accidental yarn overs. The tension's a little wonky, but it is it is mostly intact. <laughs> so what I discovered, Monica, about you, and I don't know how I didn't know this before, but you were like, I don't watch trailers when I tried to when I initially told you I'd like to watch the Barbie movie. So I was I was like, wow. You are going to go into this completely cold, where I went into this having watched every morsel of movie that was available to me until I could sit down and actually watch the movie, which I did three times in a week and a half. <laughs> so, when you walked in and they started playing the theme to the 2001 Space Odyssey, and you see the girls playing with the Barbies, and you hear Helen Miram, and then giant space odyssey barbie walks onto screen what was your first thought i said aloud oh my god what is happening <laughs> as in sarah sitting next to me was like are you okay i'm like yes i'm fine i don't know what's happening but okay this is this is not what i expected from this movie what were you thinking when the terms live action barbie movie when i said those to you in the beginning, when I when I saw that there was going to be a Barbie movie, I was like, is this going to be like, you know, kid movie, you know, kid movie. And I still would have gone to watch it. But just the amount of hype that seemed to be present amongst adults about it, mm -hmm. even though I hadn't seen the trailers, made me fairly sure that it was not, that was not what it was going to be. Part of the reason I like going into movies cold is that I like not having any idea what, what's going to be forthcoming. Mm -hmm. I like having zero spoilers about as much as possible. Sure. Because I like being like, I like being surprised and mm -hmm. I like not having expectations when I go into a movie for the most part. I may go and watch the trailers now mm -hmm. that I've seen the movie just to kind of see what I would have gotten out of that. But I am very glad that I saw it cold. Yeah. No, I was watching it for the first time and I was like, I am having so much fun. I cannot imagine how blown my mind would be, though, if I had just walked in and never seen the like 
the toe fall or the heel fall when she like stops being perfect and her heels go down or when she steps out of her shoes because that was the first thought that they put out in the preview all the promos like Marco Robbie stepping out of the shoe with her foot up and I was like oh my god oh my god they know what they're doing yeah yeah but the way it played with all of the you know I I never had a Barbie I never Mm -hmm. had a Barbie growing up the whole like Barbie aesthetic dream girl car house thing was just never my thing. But I knew people for whom it was. And I knew people who like totally lived the Barbie life. They had matching outfits to their Barbies and things like that. And as I was watching this, I was thinking, I wonder what those girls are thinking watching this movie now. (laughs) But like the things that they played with, the fact that, you know, when she showers, no water comes out. You know, when she when toast pops out, it's in the shape of a heart, you know. Um, random like captions appear across the screen that look very much like the the bubbles that are on the boxes of the Barbies, you know. They took the aesthetic and they played with it in a way that was really, really clever. Yeah. They actually did an architectural digest movie that was just walking you through the Barbie dream house. <laughs> So good. And you know the wardrobe in Clueless where she's like looking through the wardrobe on her computer and it's like going by and going by like that iconic scene in Clueless. Are you I've never seen Clueless either. Okay. I'm sorry. (laughs) It was very important to me when I was 13, but that's a very specific time. But anyways, they were like, we (laughs) were with the wardrobe, something so iconic, like the Clueless wardrobe where she just like looks at it and it looks like the clothing in the box that you buy for Barbie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, wow. But you're right. Like the the architectural style of the Barbie dream house. It's not like one of those dollhouses where, you know, everything is enclosed and then you open it up and you see what's inside. No, no, everything's hanging out. Everything's completely open. The whole yep. thing. Yep. And that's the that's sort of the whole point of it. You know, hi, Barbie. Everyone can see everyone all the time. Everyone is in everyone's face all the time. And they like it that way. Yeah. They love to be next to our neighbors with zero walls. Yep. Yep. Exactly. And pools, which have no water in them. So you can walk right across them. (laughs) There is no water in Barbie world. And that's what Ken learns when he tries to beach the plastic water and he bounces off. Oh God, he's so sad. Yes. yes. And there's also the fun thing that I like didn't realize was coming. Um, so Sima Lu, who was also in Shang-Chi. So I was like, oh, there's another repeat from another one of our previous movies. When yeah. he like, pushes hair back and get like little um, sparkles. The sparkles! Um, <laughs> the sparkles. But yes, the, the multicultural Barbies and the multicultural Kens. I was like, Good job. Good job, Mattel. They were like, we know what Barbie, when you think stereotypical Barbie, we know what Barbie you're thinking of. And we will give you that Barbie. And that is Margot Robbie. And you look at her and you're like, yeah. But they're like, and this is a very clever advertising thing from Mattel is like, Barbie can be other things. And like Greta Gerwig is also saying like, okay, Barbie can be anyone and she can look like anything. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I know that in like 2016, I was reading, they like did a couple of different like changes to the Barbie body mm-hmm. and the way that she's yeah. like together so that like not all Barbies are like very, very, very possibly tiny. But like, mm-hmm. obviously that's most Barbies still. 
So, right, right. That's, I mean, that's the, that's the stereotype, right? That sure. no, and that's, the, that's the whole joke about the joke. That's the whole like underlying theme of the movie. No woman can actually be Barbie, <laughs> you no. know, that she is, she is an ideal or supposed to be an ideal, but that's sort of what Barbie discovers when she goes out into the world that no, not everyone wants to be Barbie. And in fact, the whole Barbie ethos is not necessarily something that everyone wants. No. And that's what like those girls who are at high school with Sasha and her friends are like, they're like voicing the critique of Barbie. And it's like, well, you're not like, I mean, there are some things where I'm like, this is a little exaggerated, but I'm like, you're not wrong in the fundamentals. I'm like, has Barbie actually sent feminism back 50 years? I'm like, "Mm, let's calm down a little, but like it is producing, it is promoting like, capitalism and consumerist capitalism it is like creating all this junk that people like get rid of and throw out like mm-hmm. I have one of my Barbies from when I was little but I know I had more than one Barbie I don't know where the other ones are I just have one so it's like they're probably in a landfill somewhere the clothes the houses the yeah 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 for sure mm-hmm but they still did feature them all, which I really appreciate. The house, the car, the, the, the what is it? The snowmobile, the jet ski, the tandem bicycle. The camper van. The camper van. Oh, my God. I forgot about the camper van. The camper van. And they have spaceship as well when they're going back. Oh, my gosh. That's right. The rocket ship. Yes, of course, because there's a Barbie astronaut. Of course, yeah. there is. There Barbie astronauts. Yay yeah. space! Yeah, yay space. Yes. Yeah, I'm like, yay space indeed. <laughs> I also like that Barbie president was just like casually around. She's like the yeah. president is at the sleepover, and she's like, "I am. You're welcome." Yeah, <laughs> with her little president sash. <laughs> yes. 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 Supreme just the Supreme Justices. Yes, very cute. It's it's really cute. To me, the real villain of like the Barbie world is like the Mattel Corporation who is telling, you know, small children that in order to like keep up with your friends or to like be happy or to like really like exercise your imagination, you have to buy this doll, which again historically has looked one specific way and even when she like branched out in terms of ethnicities like it took a really long time for her not to be the same body type for all the dolls Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. to then advertise to children which i think is like a messed up thing that our culture does and the movie can't say that though the movie Mm -hmm. can't tell you like by the way it's messed up that we tell children to constantly buy 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 it's a mattel movie it can't (laughs) And even if the board is, like, ambiguously kind of evil, like, they can't, Greta Gerwig can't be like, by the way, capitalism. Not great. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. They, I mean, they very much, like, shuffled that, that whole part off. Though the whole part where they went to get other clothes because she did not like being objectified in her skater outfit <laughs> yep. and came out in something that looked number one wasn't that much better and number two they had no idea they had to pay for because there's no <laughs> capitalism in barbie land was <laughs> pretty hilarious and they got the fact that they got arrested for it like mm-hmm. that was the second time they got arrested yeah. was was amazing yeah yeah it was very very good like barbie in the real world and seeing that contrast between somebody who 
thinks that they've gotten all these ideals and then being like, what is the real world actually like was very, very funny. It was. It was very, very funny and very, very, like, uncomfortable because of how easily you could see some of those things happening. Mm -hmm. You know, like her being like, I don't like how these guys are looking at me while I'm yeah. like minded my old business in the roller skates. Yeah, hundred percent. Yep, that is that is what would have happened. Yep. yep. And the part where she goes to the Mattel board and she's like, "Can I speak to the woman in charge?" And they're mm -hmm. like, "How dare you? Our company is built on women. We are here for the dreams of little girls." And in the meantime, you're looking at like an entire boardroom with full of men. And you're yes. like, wow, yeah, that yep. is. Yep. Don't you understand? We have had women founders and women CEOs, two of them in the last 60 years. Yeah, mm. we're real into women. You're like, yeah, yeah, mm. that is, you yep. know. Yep. <laughs> yep. And when he's like, I'm the nephew of a female aunt. <laughs> you're like an, as opposed to what yes you know, I was like, oh, you know what that makes me think of like every single time is the Brett what? Kavanaugh hearings as the, the father the Brett Kavanaugh hearings when he was oh. like as the father of a daughter I love women and I was just like oh I was like oh this is this is a dark little reference I don't know if that's exactly what they're referring to it's like plenty of men have been like as the father of a daughter and you're just like Sir. I don't need this. I don't need this. But like, yeah, that was what I was thinking of. You know my feelings about Will Ferrell. I'm not mm -hmm. a fan of Will Ferrell at all. I consciously avoid most of his movies. He was great in this. He was, he was yeah. perfect. He was having. He was also having the time of his life, which I actually really appreciate. Mm -hmm. But him in that role was a really good choice. He was repulsive, but he was repulsive in a way that was very. That was very understandable for his whole deal. Not in the way where he is annoying, but the hero. So. Yeah. No, he is like very clearly an antagonist in this movie. And the ways that he is annoying feed into the character because it's like, yeah. oh, you believe all these stupid things because you are out of touch and are the CEO of this company and aren't very good at your job. I'm like, okay, great. Yeah. There was that one part where what's his face Aaron Dinkins Durkins whatever who's like I'm a man without power does that make me a woman <laughs> so I was like oh my god <laughs> maybe it was just me being particularly noisy I I am fairly expressive no. when I watch things but it did seem like the audience in our theater was particularly reactive which was yeah. great for the movie yeah. I really loved that <laughs> I've seen this movie three times they were by far the best audience I was like this is a great experience I'm so glad and, you know, it hasn't been out for a super long time, but it's it's not opening weekend anymore. And it was still a very full theater. Like the yeah. first couple rows weren't full, but like once you got like more than three back, people were pretty full up. Yeah, people were pretty full up and they were like into it, which mm -hmm. was which was a really nice experience all told for the theater. <laughs> it's a really well cast movie. Yeah. yeah. Like Margot Robbie is perfect as Barbie as both somebody who's like coming from a place that's very meaningful, like well-meaning, but very clueless, like mm -hmm. in the literal definition of the sense, like she like just doesn't know about things because she's a doll who lives mm -hmm. in Barbie land. So why would right. she? Because she's a doll. 
And Ryan Gosling, like, who was also very clearly having so much fun as Ken. Oh my god, he's having, he is having, we should definitely talk about the Kens, but yeah. he yeah. is having so much fun. He is so ridiculous. He's like so over the, I don't know how many cuts they had to take for times where he just like, bust out I I don't I can only imagine how many times they had to stop the reel because he just bust out laughing at what he just had to say or do <laughs> yeah no, I can't imagine it was I love Helen Mirren as a narrator like she wasn't like super in the movie super often but like every time she came in I was just like yes Helen Mirren yeah yeah <laughs> especially that part where Margot Margot Robbie was crying then she's like no to the filmmakers Margot Robbie is not the person you want to cast as an illustration of like feeling gross and not pretty anymore right you're so accurate she is still stunningly beautiful right Right. but I did appreciate that she looked like she had been sobbing for three hours yes yeah 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 Yeah. because a lot of times when you look at somebody crying in a movie they don't get like the red eyes and like the Mm pocket I was like no that's a woman who's been crying yeah so she was really good. I really liked America Ferreira as somebody at one line said her name was Gloria. It was like, cool. I don't think they ever mentioned that, but that's fine. She was mom. And she huh. was, I think, well, you know, you're right. Now I don't remember. I no. know what the, the younger girl was called, but you're right. <laughs> like we have to find Sasha. Sasha right. also did a great job of being like a teen. Like, yeah. oh my God. I felt like the, the two most, in, like, to me, important and touching relationships in that movie were Sasha and her mom mm-hmm. and Barbie and Ruth. And I was like, this is a yeah. movie about moms and daughters and why it's yeah. so important for moms and daughters. Yeah, yeah. Even if the mom is involved in tax evasion. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. I, like, experienced the full range of human emotions. And I feel like I tell you this every month, but I did cry, like, quite a lot when like ruth is looking at barbie because barbie doesn't know how to drink because she's like Mm -hmm. there's not i don't drink like there's no water there's no liquid yep so she's like trying to drink this this teacup and she like feels awkward and bad because she's like i don't know how to do this but ruth is like no i love you i think you're great and i she's just like so happy to see her and like happy to have her there and getting emotional just talking about it and then there's the part in the chase scene where America Ferrara like leans over and it's like, oh, like you look so pretty. And so she's like, don't look at me. And I was like, oh, that's the conversation I have had with my mm-hmm. mother. Don't mm-hmm. look at me. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and also just like America Ferrara's whole thing of like, I'm just like a boring mom who just like wants to wear a nice top and feel mm-hmm. mostly okay about herself. Yeah. And I'm like, right. I also want that. I am not a mother. But I want that. Yeah. 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 Ordinary Barbie, 100%. Yes. <laughs> One of the Mattel people is like, yeah, no, that'd make a lot of money. And Will Ferrell's like, yes, we will do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now I kind of actually want to go to a Target or a Walmart and see if they made one. I'm sure they must have. Mm-hmm. There's no way they would have gotten, a, like, they would have <laughs> let a marketing opportunity like that go. Oh no, these people, do you know how much Barbie merchandise there currently is out there, Monica? All of it. All of it <laughs> can be yours. Yeah. They did not let a single licensing deal slip through your hands. You can have Barbie luggage. You can have Barbie hamburgers. You can have Barbie makeup. Oh, grief. Anything that the world desires, you can be yours. You can rent the uh, Ken Mojo Jojo Casa House in... Oh, you're kidding. I'm, 
I'm not. There is a oh. Ken Mansion on Airbnb. I don't know if it's still up because I think it was limited time only. But they were like, we will oh, no. merchandising this. Wow. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> I don't think it's decorated in the Modo, Modo, Casa Modo Jojo style. I'm not going to, whatever. No, they, they, no, don't try. <laughs> it does have a good mouthfeel when you nail it, but I usually yeah. don't. But yeah, it's like decorated. There's like a big tree. And there's like a pool, and there's all this stuff. And it's like, and a very small fridge with yes, a useless yes. freezer. Um, <laughs> oh my god, that was the thing, right? Like they would just, they would just drop these things. It would be like, go, 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 drop, and everyone's like, oh, right, yes, that. <laughs> It was the recognition of things that we all know, but don't really think about it. And then you verbalize it and you're like, yes. <laughs> and then she was like, it's so hard to be a woman under the patriarchy. How can anybody succeed when even a doll that is just like representing a woman mm -hmm. feels like she's doing it wrong? Like, what hope is it for any of us? And I was just like, this speech should have been cut not down not like entirely but like cut down like edited um yeah but i was like it is so hard to be a woman under the patriarchy <laughs> yeah yeah you're right that speech definitely was too long it was meant to be it was meant to be rambly it was meant to be too long it did kind of lose its kick for how long it was but yeah. totally got where it was coming from <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I think if they had cut out like half the examples and just set them to the Barbies when they were like mm -hmm. deprogramming yeah. them, I would have been like, great speech. But like, mm -hmm. it's it just a little too long. Mm -hmm. I, mean, yep. I was like, how is she breathing? Halfway through that. And if you actually think, if you're actually thinking about that, then the speech is too long because you've lost your audience a little mm -hmm. bit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, everything was, I was like, this is like, I agree with you. All of this is accurate. It's all feminism one on one. We also can't talk about like rape culture because like the right. Barbie movie, right. but there was like there was a couple times where I'm like, you couldn't get like there was like you have to say no because but like you couldn't get too close to like saying like this is without making them mad or making them want to like hurt you, and yeah. it's amazing that they got as in some ways as close as they did with Barbie in the real world where Ken's like there's no undertone in violence in the way that people look at me and Barbie's like there very much is an undertone in violence and I was right. like wow right okay. I yep at that moment I was like oh my god you went there right no. did not no. expect that <laughs> no from the Mattel movie no it's a fascinating movie in a lot of ways yeah it is a fascinating movie, and it is one I would like to watch again because I'm pretty sure I was just so ah, everything was all in my face all at once. But I, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna want to see it again to kind of digest a little more. Yeah, definitely would recommend. It's still like very funny and very touching to me after multiple watches. Like I still had a lot of feelings, and I still laughed at a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. The part that makes me lose my entire mind, though, is when the Kens are singing push and oh like oh my god <laughs> on the like armrest to be like i can't deal with how funny this is it's amazing all in their little fire circles yep. with their little fake yep. fires and yep. their guitars and their drums oh yes. my god yes 
is like, oh, do you mind if I look at you uncomfortably for four minutes straight into your eyeball? And she's like, sure. Yeah. Like, this is four hours later. Oh my God. Yep. Casual long distance low commitment girlfriend. <laughs> oh my God. The kids. I mean, I would be interested in going to watch it with a cis guy and see what mm. they thought of it. Yeah. There were parts of the Ken storyline that really worked for me. And then there were parts yeah. where I was like, I don't think you nailed the ending. So like, yeah, Ryan Gosling just committed his entire being. He was like, mm-hmm. I will bring the Ken energy. And I'm like, you brought the Ken energy. You did. Oh, yeah. And I think he had a legitimate point in diagnosing what was wrong at the beginning mm-hmm. of the movie, where he's in yeah. a relationship with this person who doesn't feel the same way for him. And who doesn't see him as an equal, you know, at the beginning, Barbie is like, no, this is my boyfriend and he's an accessory, which in Barbie world, Ken is an accessory, you know? Yeah. 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 And he's right. He is totally right when he calls it that. He's like, I'm no one without you, which is a horrible thing to think for anyone, no matter what. And you can see how it turned him to what he is. Yes. It has the great villain kind of twist where you understand the problem and you're like, I agree with you that this is a problem. And it, then they go in a direction where you're just like, oh, no. oh, no, you've become an incel. That is not the solution to this problem. In fact, it's quite bad. But you felt, but that's the thing, right? Like, he, he was a joke. He was meant to be a joke. <laughs> but he is a joke in the same way that the spot was in the Spider-Man movie to bring it back to last week. He was a joke and him being a joke was what ultimately turned things really wrong, yep. you know, and being treated like a joke or yep. like a, like, like something unimportant. Yeah. And then he was like, instead of being like, let's fight for equality. He's like the patriarchy, a garment of seamless and impeccable logic. And you're like, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> seamless and impeccable logic of patriarchy. Yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> And, but no, they have to do patriarchy right, because clearly the, the real world isn't doing it right either. Oh, God. When they, on the other dark part, when they went to the, like, think tank, question mark, mm-hmm. and he was like, I don't think you're doing patriarchy very well at all. And the man, like, kind of looked around, and he's like, mm, we are. We just, we just have to, and I was like, dark, dark. Yeah, yeah. That was definitely a thing. How did you feel about the healthcare scene? Where he's like, can I speak to a doctor? And she's like, oh, God. And she was like, I know. God, I've been there. I've been there. I have been that situation. And I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, I did screech out loud. I mean, I feel quite sorry for for Sarah sitting next to me. I was making lots of noises. (laughs) That whole theater was making a lot of noises, which is the appropriate reaction to the Barbie movie yeah yeah. (laughs) so we all talked about it afterwards and one of the things that everybody pointed out was like Ken never officially apologizes and I'm like no he should have apologized actually like I don't know if he knows like I think he kind of realizes like oh I went down the wrong path but I don't know if he realizes like I was wrong no and I would really like to see that official acknowledgement of like I messed up as well it wasn't just like you made a mistake at the beginning it's like I made a mistake with what I've been doing for the last, you know, two thirds of the movie. I think it was only even at the end where he was willing to acknowledge himself as a being with agency, you Mm -hmm. know, 
when he is like, you know, not just Barbie and Ken, but it's Barbie and it's Ken. Mm -hmm. So before then, I mean, I don't think he's obviously this is this is sort of gone into a character, but mm -hmm. I don't think he acknowledges that he did anything. I don't think he quite understands that yet. Mm. You know, he knows that everything went wrong. Yes. But I don't think he accepts any responsibility for it yet. Well, that's also dark. Yep, yep, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's not great. No. I think another line where I was like, oh, ha ha, that's, that's very funny and also depressing, was when President Barbie and the narrator are like, the Kens can have as much equality in Barbie land as women have in the real world. Yeah. It's like, oh, like, God. oh, oh no. <laughs> yeah. There were there were many feelings. There were so many feelings. I think there's some I've actually been tempted to do this. So you know how there's so many, so many patterns for doll clothes out there? Mm -hmm. Like knitted little doll clothes. I was like, does my Barbie like I still have my Barbie. She's not weird. She is slightly not on because I did chew on my Barbies. <laughs> okay. Like weird. I just had a weird chewing thing. I was like, does she need like a little Icelandic yoked sweater? Like, does my Barbie need that? I've never oh. a Barbie before, but I will say I was like, I want like a cute little outfit. So I thought that what I was going to knit, so Andrea Maury has a pattern called the the LYS, the little yellow sweater. Okay. And it's this absolutely adorable cropped cardigan mm -hmm. with these lines of like cables and baubles down the side. And I was thinking, how would that look in hot pink? Mm -hmm. I bet it would look real cute in hot pink. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it would be an LPS. It would be a little pink sweater. Yeah. Her outfits in this movie, all the Barbie outfits, even the Ken outfits, were just great. Yeah, and when the yeah. Humans, they were super iconic. <laughs> when the humans came to Barbie World and got their own little Barbie outfits, I was like, that's so cute. When Sasha was in her little pink like uh, spaghetti strap dress, I was like, this is so cute. It would have been sad if the clothing game had been had not been great, but the mm -hmm. clothing game was amazing. <laughs> was amazing. Oh my god. Even Mr. Mattel having that pink little tie, I was like, that's, that's correct that as the CEO of Mattel, he gets to have a pink tie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Old white guy with a pink tie is amazing. Yep. Yep. <laughs> it, it was fantastic. My project was a good enough fit, though I think in the future, if I were watching, I would have wanted something just plain stockinette not ribbing not because I looked at my ribbing because I did not I was enthralled with the movie but because my ribbing is definitely not as even as it could have been it's a very like enthralling movie you know you kept I kept getting swept up in it the first time I went I like was going last minute and I just walked out the door without my knitting so I just saw it the first time without my knitting the second time I knit the tube and it was it was on the same short circular needle that I had used for Spider-Man, which mm -hmm. I just, I really don't like short circulars. I really don't. Yeah. This experience is teaching me. And then the third time that I saw it, I saw it, I was actually had also had something come up. So um, I was running out the door kind of late. I remembered my knitting this time, but I didn't get the chance to make the transition from one color to another before mm -hmm. the movie started. Mm -hmm. So I had 
maybe like 20 minutes, maybe a little less of knitting. And then I was like, I can't change colors in the dark in this movie theater. That's not going to happen successfully. Yeah. So I just put it down for the rest of the thing. So I would say that you can tube knit, for, or I, I could tube knit at least during this movie. But the fact that I was just very ill-prepared meant that I didn't. But like, <laughs> it was very enthralling. I kept getting swept up in the movie. Yeah. It was very enthralling and you didn't want to look away because you wanted to see what spectacle they were going to come up with next. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And sometimes they were small spectacles, you know, like her sitting there on that bench, just like glorying in moments of humanity and that like one little tear trickling down her face is beautiful, you know. And when she's talking to that lady on the, like, that was another time that I, like, Oh, I loved that when she was sitting on that bench, yes. <laughs> because I feel like the thing about this movie, along with, like, moms and daughters, which is, and, like, life under the patriarchy, is, like, women seeing and recognizing other women, you know? Yeah. yeah. And just, being, like, you're valid and worthy and human. Well, maybe you are human. It's been very human here. But human. <laughs> and yeah. that's something that's worth being celebrated maybe yeah. your mom maybe your president maybe your mom who's president maybe you're both of them, neither of these things yeah yeah so. and i did appreciate that the person who was stereotypical barbie mm -hmm. was stereotypical barbie she was not an astronaut she was not a doctor she was not a president or supreme court justice and because of that she did not know who she was you know <laughs> yeah. she was yeah. still enough and when she was able to come out at the end and be like, I don't want to be the object. I don't want to be imagined onto. I want to be a human. I want to do the imagining. That was, I think, really a very good ending. Because I think there are, there's a version of this movie where Barbie and Ken get back together. And I was really nah. glad that they were like, absolutely not. We won't nah. be no, no, I would have not been okay with that ending. And I thought that there was a brief moment where I was like, please, God, let this not be going that way. Not <laughs> happy with that, if so. Yeah, no, they need to be Barbie and Ken separately. Yes, yes. it's her. Barbie and it's Ken. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I also really like that weird Barbie got to be in charge of sanitation. <laughs> no, that she wanted to be. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like that is the cabinet that I would like to be in charge of. And I was like, yeah. I'm sure you have a lot of dog poop rolling around that you would like address. <laughs> oh God, the, the the crazy dolls that were totally a thing. 100%, I believe that those things were real. <laughs> yep. Yeah. No, they all existed. Those are yeah. all dolls. Like I think every. Well, I don't know if I want to say every doll, but I think all the dolls that were discontinued are actually dolls. Like Midge actually existed. And she did get discontinued because a pregnant doll is creepy. Right, right. Skipper whose boobs grow when you Oh my god, so <laughs> awful. As did Earring Magic Ken. It, really? Yeah, Earring Magic Ken existed and he got discontinued basically because they set up his necklace to be an earring and they were like, oh, it echoes all these like things that we like the the hook for it that like around his neck echoes all the things that we've seen at these clubs and it's like yeah oh. that's, a, that's a, a ring that goes places of that those people in those clubs are wearing 
Oh no, I did not know. <laughs> yeah, if you're doing magic, oh, no. you Google him. It's it, it was a thing that they did, and then they were like, "Oops." So, like Sugar's daddy can I? <laughs> <laughs> oh god yeah. just yeah. these little like glimpses into you know human society and human history that you see through this movie is fantastic <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and the part when they were like in sync they're all alan oh, yes I know. <laughs> Even like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was so good it was also it really was so good I haven't thought about Push for like 20 years, like the Matchbox 20 song that, that yeah. they kept singing. And I was like, I don't love these lyrics for me. No, no. <laughs> I, I, like, yeah, oh. I never thought about them 20 years ago. I was just like, oh, catchy Matchbox 20 song. Yes. And then I was like, oh, oh, that's, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. It's a great soundtrack. They have the whole soundtrack on Spotify, and it's just absolutely top to bottom. From, like, Lizzo's first song, where she's just narrating Barbie's perfect day, where she wakes up in the morning, (laughs) to the end, where we're hearing the, like, Billie Eilish song about not knowing who you are and what what was I made for. And I was like, yes, I I have seen it three times already. I don't know if I'm going to see it again in theaters, but I'm excited to see it again. Like, whenever next I see it again, to, like really sit down and like chew on it and digest it and think about what was this movie trying to do the parts that I think that it did well and the parts that I think it didn't do well have I told you my ideal ending for the um not the end end but the like conflict end no I loved the um I'm just Ken song and the I'm just Ken montage Mm -hmm. they're dancing together in this black like blue and pink thing and they're doing dance moves in their little socks Mm -hmm. no notes but what i would have really think would have braided together the mattel board who became like this weird red herring because it's like Mm -hmm. oh these are the bad guys and then they're like we're just kind of yeah they're not they're yeah they're they were unimportant at the end (laughs) is if it had been like everything is ken now and nobody wants to buy it and the Mattel board is like, oh no, we have to get Bar- go to Barbie land and like get Barbie back in power because we want to sell things and mm. selling mm. and have the final conflict be Ken's versus Mattel board. And for mm. the Barbies to be like, actually, we reject both of your options. We are in charge of this Barbie land and we will run it the way we see fit. So that would have been my ideal ending of that particular conflict. And then you can still have the like, discussion of it's barbie and it's ken and then have yeah. barbie go and be like i want to be a human so that's yeah, yeah. that's how I, yeah. that's how i would handle it but i saw it with my friend brie and she's like i would like the kids to realize that actually it doesn't feel good to do any of this and have them yeah. stop doing it yeah yeah <laughs> also also valid very valid <laughs> again i really enjoyed it i'm going to see it again thank you Next month, we are actually going to take off for the month. So no podcast in the month of August. But in September, we are going to watch at least one, maybe two, Parent Traps, since that's another one that Monica has not seen. 
And I know. I'm so sad. My cultural blindness is terrible. But you didn't grow I, up here. Why would you have seen something in 1998 that was made for 11 year olds? I saw it in 1998 <laughs> because I was an American 11 year old. But this, <laughs> you'll experience it, and you'll be like, I understand why in like 1998 to 2005 when you were like, oh, this is not getting back on the rails. Everyone was like, Lindsay Lohan is going to be the next big thing because you watched the 1998 Parent Trap, and you're like, wow look at this kid go and then it all went off the rails <laughs> i am i'm am fascinated to see how this is gonna go <laughs> well we will talk to you all next not next one we will talk to you all in september bye bye